Hello, everybody. Hello, friends. Super excited to be back because today is episode four of Healing Our Homes podcast. Um, today's topic is one of my favorites, um, and it's showing ourselves love. Um, so the first topic is um, showing ourselves love through self-talk, which I think is really important because um, up until honestly, I signed up for the self-care space and started that program. I think that was the very first month. Um, up until then, I kind of didn't realize how bad <laughs> the negative self-talk was. But when you start becoming aware of it, then you're aware of how often it comes up and how often it comes up, not just for you, but like coworkers was a big one, <laughs> family. I mean, just anybody that you're associating with or spending your time with. Um, so I think sitting back and observing is really the first step, um, which is kind of hurts at first because you don't realize how often you do it and how much you do it. And like, not only just about like looks, but like, I don't know, stupid stuff, like making mistakes or for me, um, I'm really forgetful. So when I would forget something, it would just be like, I don't know, super mean to myself inside my head. Um, so I think the first step, like I said, is just kind of sitting back and observing. And then from there, you just kind of almost with anything else kind of have to just like rewrite the narrative or shift the way your mind thinks about it, which is hard. I mean, it's kind of hard to do at first, but I will say it does get easier. Um, and honestly, I'm just going to jump right to uh, Rachel. What are your thoughts on self-talk? Um, so I totally agree. I have definitely struggled in the past with not being nice to myself. Um, I'm sure everybody has been at some point in their lives. Um, being really hard on yourself about sports or school or really anything is just, it can really take a toll on your mental health. Um, what I find helps me at least is trying to, like Felicia said, just really trying to almost like catch yourself when you're in the moment and really just think like, why am I thinking this? Why is this popping into my brain and not another positive thought? Um, and possibly changing it to a positive thought and just telling yourself that you are okay, everything is going to be okay, and you will, you will prosper, you know? Um, and I think that I recently started, um, I was journaling before, but it was more of just like a kind of like notebook journal where you just write your feelings. But now I have a journal that actually kind of goes step by step. And I write down what I'm grateful for every day and a daily affirmation each day. Um, and I try to write a few under the daily affirmations um, just to kind of get my mind right for the day almost and kind of set myself up for a happy day, you know, happy mind, happy life, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that that's, that's pretty much all I got on self-talk right now. It's really hard to get it down, but once you do, I promise you will feel 100% better. Um, and I think it, I'm going to throw it over to Ashley. Yeah, I think I would actually agree how like, um, the first step with what Felicia said that the first step is really just observing your thoughts and like figuring out how you are talking to yourself. And to be honest, I think I'm still somewhat in that step. Like I'm really just trying to notice all of the ways that I talk to myself and about myself in my head. And, um, I think one way with me is like, I put 
thoughts into other people's brains, people who aren't even relevant to my life. Like I'll walk by someone at the grocery store and like think, what are they thinking of me? Like, I think that's a lot of my self-talk, which is really weird, but I'm coming to realize that. And I, I think I'm putting too much emphasis on what people think of me. And I don't know. So that's just one thing that I've recently become aware of, but I think I am definitely still in the process of becoming aware of my self-talk. And then from there, um, you know, trying to change it, like Rachel said, just trying to figure out if I'm having this negative thought, how can I shift it into a positive one or even like a neutral one? Like I know in the self-care space, um, Megan and Katrina talk a lot about how taking little steps is much more effective than just jumping from one extremely negative thought to like the complete opposite. Cause that's hard to do. It's so, this whole thing is so hard learning yourself talk and reframing it. It's so hard and it takes so much time, but it, like Rachel said, it feels amazing to even just be on the journey of fixing myself talk and making it better. Well, I'm going to say a little something because I feel like I won't say I have a different experience with this, but I feel I had such a low experience during my high school years, I feel, that through those years, I witnessed a lot of mental health struggles from those around me. And obviously, we all have our own personal mental health struggles, whether it's something consistent and chronic or it's something that is just a mental health struggle that comes seasonally. Like people talk about seasonal depression all the time. Even that is just a small mental health struggle. And during those struggles, I think is where I tend to have a hard time not, not having a, too much of positive self-talk. Because as someone who, I don't know if you guys know, if you've been around for a second, I am I'm a very big optimist. I am very positive because whenever I was younger, I had those lows and I saw people experience those lows. And I was like, how can I just be so excited about life that I never take it for granted, essentially? And I'll be totally honest, I'm super proud of myself for, I feel like, oh my gosh, sorry, Rachel's cat was back there and I got really excited. Uh, <laughs> but so, oh my gosh. <laughs> talking you shall receive oh my goodness talk about manifestation check out our last episode because that's what that was what a cute critter okay okay so <laughs> I what was I gonna say I am so very proud of myself because my self-talk has developed to a point of where I need to make sure I'm giving myself time to not be positive and even if I'm not being positive just to clear my mind because I think I forget that I don't have to be in this all-in mentality kind of like Ashley touched on I love that you mentioned it's not going to be easy it's not going to be like flipping a switch and then it's done and you're positive and excited all the time it's going to be a lot it's going to be months and months and months of consistent like you said catching yourself and like Rachel said reminders whenever you do catch yourself like you can change this self-talk you can challenge that thought in that moment and those small moments will occur often within the first several weeks and the first maybe month or two of working to change your self-talk but I've come to realize like especially we've all mentioned the self-fear space shout out to I'm not sponsored but seriously though if you guys see this that that's an idea okay uh <laughs> but um our self-talk just has such an impact and it's not a quick switch, but it is something that when you work towards identifying small moments, you can attempt to change a thought in, kind of like switch the thought itself. Those will happen a lot, a lot. <laughs> if you're looking for the overall change, it's gonna take a really long time, but if you're looking for the small moments, 
there's going to be a lot of them. It might feel a little overwhelming, but that's kind of the beauty of it because before you know it, you've seen a lot of those moments and you've caught yourself and challenged the negative thought with a positive thought. Like, what was it? Oh my gosh, Rachel, this morning she was at work and she sent something. I don't mean to call you out so much, girl, but uh, <laughs> you were at work and in our little snap group outside of this, you guys, Rachel sent us a group like, or a message where, oh my gosh, she said something about how people, I can't remember exactly what it was, but then she had later sent a picture of an English bulldog, similar to one you see in my screen. And it was like in a jersey and she was just so excited. She was like, Amanda, this made me think of you. And she was just in such a good mood, like being at work. And I think that a lot of us kind of have a mentality of, ah, oh, I don't want to be here. Or, oh my gosh, you know, I have to be here. But in that moment, she was just like so excited to be there. And I, I just think that that is something that reflects your own self-talk. Once you get to a point where you can be excited to be you, I think it's a lot more easy to be excited about the things that are around you and about the things that you've created for yourself. Because um, my 22nd birthday is coming up <laughs> this week. So thinking about the things that I've created, whoop, whoop, that I've created in these past, set, like, four years alone, you know, just, it's incredible to me. And I think we all deserve, no matter what you've done or how you're feeling in this moment, I think we all deserve to give ourselves a little bit more credit. So um, I'm really proud of how far I've come with my self-talk. And if I really want to focus on something to improve with my relationship and my awareness with my self-talk, it's again, I don't have to be positive all the time. It's a little exhausting. If you don't give yourself that mental space, um, I've noticed that my eyes get a little bit baggier when I'm staying up at night, sleep. What's the Scott Disick quote? You aren't up all night thinking about all of the terrible things that have happened to you. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hope everyone knows what I'm talking about, but I know Felicia does. She said it to us. Um, so yeah, whenever I'm not doing that and I'm actually going to sleep, and getting good rest and taking care of myself and being kind to myself physically and mentally through that self-talk, I think it really reflects physically. I think I feel better. I look better. I perform at the gym better. I just genuinely feel lighter mentally. So, and you guys can see the Christmas lights. I love lights. I'm a very light person. <laughs> so I am going to throw it back to Felicia to kind of wrap us into our next topic. <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. Also, shout out to Amanda, because it's going to be her birthday this week. It's her birthday on Wednesday. She turns 22. That's crazy to me, because so Amanda, out of everybody, was like one of the first people that I met. And let me just say that, Amanda, I'm just proud of you. Like every day, all the time. I'm just proud of you. Um, okay, so I'm just going to uh, finish up with just a few random notes for the first topic that I came up with. Um, so I think how we were talking about how it is kind of hard. And I, I don't want to say that because you're like, yeah, you should do it. It's, it makes such a difference, but not gonna, but I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and lie and tell you it's easy because it's not. But I think that starting with super small steps is so huge, just like with anything else. And I think positive affirmations is like a great way to do that. Because especially if you do them in the morning, which is what I kind of like to do, I do them before work so I can be positive when I don't feel positive. Um, or just in general to like start out my day. And um, I think the phrase, how we were talking about, um, like, I have to be at work, or I have to clean the house, or I have to go drop off the kids, pick them back up, go to Kroger's to get groceries, like, you know, it can, I don't know, everyday life just feels overwhelming sometimes, and it can be a very, like, I have to do this, and I think a really great shift is I get to, like Amanda was saying, because I feel I've been doing that for myself at work lately, like, okay, I'm going to work, I don't love my job, but I get to go there and make money, and I also get to go there and see, you know, some of my friends, so at least there's that, 
Um, because if you have to do it, it's like, you might as well, you might as well do it with like a positive, act. like it just feels better. And it does feel lighter. I think that just being so negative towards just yourself and just thoughts in general about like life and people and everything, like it's so exhausting. I feel like it's physically draining. Like you don't even realize it until you start to take a mental note of like, wow, I feel great today. Like, what did I do today? Like, okay, well I journaled or I did, you know, and it's, I don't know, you, you notice it really fast, or at least I did. Um, also an important reminder that, cause I think I felt this way a lot, especially with like when I started therapy or just in general, sometimes still like if I wake up and I just feel sad or whatever, I'm having a bad day. Sometimes I almost just start to like shame myself for like feeling bad or feeling down. And I'm like, that's so counterproductive. Like I need to just let myself feel these feelings and then I can just kind of move on with it. When I think sometimes also like, I don't know, for me, it's like, okay, is this going to be like all day? Which is like, sometimes it's the case. Like, obviously that's not like, you know, the best case scenario, but, or is it just going to be like me for like 30 minutes and I can like shift my mindset and like turn today around, which is always obviously great and ideal, but there's definitely days where I'm just like, all right, I'm over it. I'm not doing anything. I know I had a whole to-do list, but I'm not doing it. It's fine. Like I've already accepted it. Okay, so we're going to move into topic number two today, which is showing yourself love through physical movement. Okay, so this is so good. So I think it's really important to remember, first of all, that there's so many ways to show yourself love through physical movement, because I think people get stuck in like, I should be going to the gym, or I should be doing cardio, or whatever, even if you find something and you fall in love with it, and then, because I, like, I love the weight room, like, that's how I want to do movement, or like, by being outside, like if I can do some like physical activities outside, like hiking or walking or whatever, even just walking is like perfect. Like even if you're just taking a walk, good. Um, but it's like, I fell in love with the weight room and then I've definitely had to take gym breaks for like various reasons. Recently, um, I hurt my knee. So I've been out of the gym for quite a while. Um, so that was really frustrating just because it was like the end of winter. And I'm like, all I want to do is go to the gym. I just want to go to the gym and lift stuff. Um, but yoga and stretching are very underrated. Like that's something I honestly really need to be better about doing um, in the morning. Um, and I have been since I've been back to the gym. I just haven't, can't do any leg stuff for a while, but oh well. Um, and a big one for me, what I've been trying to do lately is really focus on form. Obviously me being hurt. Um, I uh, have been doing physical therapy, so I've just been doing those as far as like leg exercises go. I did do, I think, just a few different things, just kind of see how it felt, but um, form is so important. If you're somebody who goes to the gym and like loves the weight room, nobody cares how much you're lifting, literally nobody. <laughs> and I think like I have to tell myself that sometimes, like it does not matter. It's just the fact that you're there, you're showing up and form is important because we don't want to get hurt. We don't want to be out of the gym. We don't want to go to physical therapy. I don't want to go to physical therapy. So, so I'm going to focus on form and drop the weight on pretty much everything, which is kind of, that's humbling for your ego, but that, it's good for you. So, um, all right, we're going to move on to Rachel. Okay. So I feel like I just have so many ways of showing myself like physical love almost. Um, and I don't necessarily think that like, it has to be a form of activity. Um, for example, I guess I really enjoy like 
getting out in the sunshine in the morning and putting my feet on the ground. Like I know Felicia mentioned this in our last episode. Um, she started grounding a little bit recently and um, you know, I haven't really necessarily like looked into the benefits of it, but there's just something about like putting your feet on the ground in cold dirt with grass and you almost feel like a kid again. Um, because I swear when I was a child, I hardly ever wore shoes and I loved it. I was, I loved my childhood. It was great. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily believe that you have to be getting your heart rate up or sweating or necessarily, you know, moving as much as you think you need to, to show your body love. Um, and just, just really eating good and drinking enough water throughout the day. Um, it can really, really impact how you feel throughout the entire day, um, as we all have our water right next to us. Um, but another form, I guess, if you will, um, I have a hobby that I have with my boyfriend. Um, we really enjoy playing disc golf. Um, we got into it, well, he's, he's been playing for years, but I got into it when I first met him um, almost three years ago. And... I really enjoy it. Not so much in the winter months, of course, but um, it's been, it's a really great activity. Um, there's great people involved. I feel like every disc golfer I've ever met, I've just, I've always just instantly liked them. Um, so option, just maybe find a hobby or something that you really enjoy doing outside or inside, even if it makes you feel good. Like, like Felicia said, yoga. Um, I have a friend that does hot yoga a lot and she absolutely loves it. And, you know, there's just always options out there that don't require necessarily going places and being involved with other people. Um, for me, I'm pretty introverted. So I don't really like to be in like a huge group setting and the gym kind of terrifies me now. Um, so <laughs> I, I kind of struggle with that, but I do consistently lift every now and again. Um, I don't have a routine down yet, but I'm working on it. We're going to get there one day. Um, and I just really enjoy following the Sculpt U. I think the program is just immaculate for busy people and adults. Um, it's, it's just, it's great. I don't know what else to say on, um, but yeah, I think I'm going to throw it over to Ashley and get her thoughts on this. Yeah, so honestly, number one, um, totally agree about the Sculpt U. Like I, since I got my new job, I haven't really had a consistent workout routine yet. Um, and that's why I like the Sculpt U because I can literally just like today, I went to the gym and um, the Sculpt U, um, for people who don't know, we, for our listeners that don't know, um, they give you six days of workouts and they give Sunday usually as a rest day. Um, but you still have access to like all of the week's workouts. So like today I picked, I think I did like Tuesday's workout or something. Cause I know on Tuesday I'm working a long shift. I probably won't have time to work out or won't want to. Um, and so it's just so convenient, just like mixing it up, having access to it at all times. Yeah. I really enjoy that. So I just wanted to say, I agree. Um, but yeah, regarding my ways that I kind of, um, honor my body and, show myself love through movement um I think I think those are synonyms actually I guess I used honor my body as yeah but anyway so I 
have been trying to find a balance between honoring my body and I don't want to say being lazy, but sometimes I've been letting myself slack when I know I could get up and move and I know I would feel better. Um, sometimes I just let myself slack. And I don't even mean that to say like, when I'm not feeling 100%, I should still push myself to go to the gym every time. Like I just sometimes see it as all or nothing mentality. It's like I either sit home and do nothing or I go to the gym, but it doesn't have to be that way. And I'm trying to remind myself that. Um, and so with that, I kind of just wanted to say this little goal here that I just thought of as everyone was talking. Um, and you guys can hold me accountable for the week. On days when I don't feel like physically going to the gym and getting a workout in this week, I would like to, at the very least, just stretch and like feel, you know, let my body feel good. I think that would really make me feel good. I am on my feet all the time at work. I'm working long weeks for the next few weeks. So I just think stretching at the very least will make me feel so good. So that's a goal of mine. <laughs> and that's how I'm going to show myself love this week. Um, and that may change next week, you know, like. But yeah, I think, and I think that's what it's all about is each day just honoring what your body feels like doing. Yeah, Rachel. So um, I know for our listeners that don't know, um, Ashley and I actually kind of work similar shifts almost. Um, she is like three hours behind me in time, but um, we both go to work at like 5.30, 5.45 in the morning or something like that. Um, so I kind of, I guess just wanted to share with, with you, Ashley, but for any listeners that go to work really early in the morning too, I found that just taking like five minutes to genuinely like stretch your calves and your ankles and your feet and, you know, your arms and your shoulders, just, just take like five minutes, really not that long. But if you have the time, it truly makes such a difference. I've been doing that recently. Um, and I even do it at work, like right before I get my job started, I will sometimes just take a minute to stretch and really just focus on making sure my body is ready to go for the day, especially how early it is and my body's not warmed up at all. Um, so just wanted to add that little tip in there. <laughs> it took me a second to get the unmute button. Okay. <laughs> so you guys, yes, when it comes to how we show ourselves love through physical movement or movement, uh, movement, love through movement. Um, <laughs> I cannot piggyback enough off of what Ashley and Rachel are saying when it comes to stretching. And oh my goodness, Ashley, I will totally help you hold yourself accountable. And you guys, I'm going to piggyback off of that goal. You can hold me accountable. I want to stretch during my work days. You guys, I feel very privileged to say, knowing, let me just acknowledge, we have some badass ladies in here. All three of these ladies that are in here right now and our couple of missing co-hosts, check us all out, all the socials in the descriptions um, for everybody, even the missing people who aren't here and all four of us today. But long story short, all of us are some badass, hardworking ladies. And you ladies should inspire me endlessly every day. And I'm privileged to say I do work from home and working from home I've come to notice I don't know if any of our viewers or or yeah our viewers or listeners have really seen this but when it comes to squat form hear me out even if you don't go to the gym even if you don't squat or work out whatsoever don't work out deadly squat <laughs> um when it comes to squatting think of your foot like imagine my hand if you're listening imagine the palm of someone's hand right and my index finger is the big toe right and then Pinky toe is my pinky finger. 
And then the very bottom of my, the pad of my wrist, or yeah, the pad of my hand where it connects to the wrist is my heel of the foot, right? So the heel of the foot and the pinky toe and the big toe, if you connect all those points with lines, you can make a triangle on your foot, right? All of those points are kind of like pressure points on your foot. And if you think about it, and a lot of us don't think about it, but when you actively try to apply equal pressure to the heel, the pinky toe, and the, uh, oh my goodness, what's the other toe? I totally forgot what it was. Ah, heel, pinky toe, and big toe, big toe, that's what it is. Find that triangle and try to apply equal pressure and then stretch while applying that equal pressure in your feet. Oh my goodness, and look up squat triangle feet if you have to. Oh my God, you might get some weird Google results. That's not my fault if you Google it, that's your own free will. Um, but if you Google it, you'll probably find what I'm talking about and try to apply pressure to all those points when you stretch. I show my body so much love in those movements in the sense of like, I get warm in the face <laughs> when I do that. Like I engage muscles I don't usually engage. I've come to realize that I walk a lot on my like, the outside of my feet and then like near my pinky toes <laughs> and then on my heels. So I've been trying to apply pressure with my like big toe and the inner palm of my feet. I have a, a rounded foot at the bottom. So applying this pressure has actually started to flatten out my feet. Like I've started to like work out those muscles and I don't, obviously my feet aren't going to be flat like completely ever. That's just not how they are. But it's just been so helpful to stretch that way. So um, <laughs> if you guys get the chance, I would totally say go for trying that triangle stretch uh, or trying that triangle pressure point idea. But other than that, I go to the gym a lot, <laughs> showing myself movement. I don't mean to ramble, but I get so excited when I talk about it because I love general movement. Like when you get to a point where, um, I think I wanted to mention this, like when you get to a point where you're no longer surpassing the challenge of being consistent, you know, say you're at the beginning of any kind of workout or fitness journey, say if that's what you want to call it, but say you don't work out often and you're trying to dive into fitness. A lot of times people think that, oh my gosh, once I pass this big hump and feel consistent and I'm going every day, I will be so awesome. I'll be feel, I'll feel great all the time. I'll always want to go to the gym and I'll be totally honest. That's not always how it is. And it's really easy to fall into a habit of being consistent with going to the gym, but not doing things like Madre Fee or Felicia said, and lowering your weight, humbling yourself to focus on that movement, on that genuine form, like challenge yourself to improve small things and see how far that will take you. Um, so I think that's another way that I'm trying to challenge myself to to improve because I do show up to the gym. I'm so consistent. That's something I've mastered now is that consistency of showing up, but now I've got to master listening to my body while I'm there. So that's definitely another way I want to show my body some love. And I've been trying to show my body some love. I've also been trying to turn down my AirPods because my iPhone is telling me that it's hurting my hearing. So I'm trying to show my earbuds some love or is it earbuds? What is it? What's what I meant? Not earlobes. What's the word I'm thinking of? I'm so embarrassed. Eardrums. Eardrums. Yes, I'm trying to save my eardrums. So I think that's a good way to be kind to myself. And I'm sure 
many of our listeners and viewers can relate, <laughs> especially if you're listening on AirPods or AirPods. This is, what am I saying? AirBud? I love that movie, but I don't need to talk about it right now. Um, yes, if you're listening on any kind of earbud or AirPod, here's your sign to turn it down. You probably could turn that volume down. Um, but yes, I'm just going to throw it right back to Felicia to round us back out. We have one more topic, you guys, and uh, it's our third topic of the night. So go, Felicia, go. <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. Um, what was I going to say? Okay, yeah. So like Amanda said, honestly, honoring your body really is so important because I know myself personally and a lot of people, it really is that hump and like, all right, I'm going to be consistent and then you get to be consistent. And I'm like, okay, I'm working out six days a week. And it's like, yes, there are six workouts in the sculpt you, but I love that they make a point to, because I remember asking Katrina one time, like, am I supposed to be lifting six days a week? Cause I would be honestly so tired that I would come home and not be able to like, like I wouldn't want to do anything else. And it's like, okay, well I can't lift six days a week if I'm going to be so tired that I can't clean my house. What? Like, no, that's not good. And I didn't realize honestly at the time either that muscle recovery, like if you are somebody who is like being consistent in the gym and that's your thing and you're doing like the progressive overload and you're, you know, you're really trying to build muscle you can't build muscle if you don't take rest days and i wasn't really aware of that which yes i was taking a rest day but i don't think one rest day is enough honestly like i really think that like honestly if you're lifting and especially if you're lifting heavy if you're lifting anything like taylor oh my god taylor what did taylor hit on the leg press something 1000 like plus pounds i think it was maybe 1005 1010 yeah 1010 or something like that. Oh, oh my goodness so Go yeah lifting heavy in the gym like if you're anything like that and you're you know getting you know getting stronger and i know it really does almost get like addictive it's like you don't want to like take the rest day you're like oh i really wish i could just go to the gym right now because you do like fall in love with it it's so funny to come on the other side of that because i really never thought i was going to be that person like it was so weird being that person that was like all right felicia you don't need to go to the gym today like what like i don't know like so ridiculous like brandon's like were you at the gym for two and a half hours like you don't have to be at the gym for two and a half hours i mean you can be like i do sometimes but like just realizing that you can't absolutely kill yourself for getting five days a week for three hours. You will, you'll die. Like it's, it's just not good for your body. Um, um, I think that was pretty much it. So we'll go to topic number three, last topic, um, how we show ourselves love through the media that you take in. <clears throat> and this is something I feel like that is so important. Um, I am like dreading the day that my daughter, like, has any form of social media and I like know that it's coming in the near like not in the near future but like in the future but I'm just like oh my god because it's like okay on Instagram you can message people wonderful but like if it's my kids like I don't want people to be able to get a hold of my kid on Instagram like I mean and obviously when that time comes like I'm gonna <laughs> usually you can like set like limitations and stuff but like it's just it's really scary like it's so scary to think about um but I think that it's important to remember that you're social media, what you take in, like your diet is also, you know, what you, what you're seeing, like what you're watching, what you're reading, who you're hanging out with, like all of that stuff, it really is so important. And I think it was like when I, after I joined the Sculpt You, I think I had uh, joined for like a month 
And then that's when I made my uh, fitness Instagram page, which I like <laughs> really hesitated to make. I don't know. I felt so like weird, but I also didn't want to put my like squatting videos on my regular Instagram. So I was like, fuck it. So, um, but honestly, I'm glad that I did that because it's been really great. But um, once I started that, I really went through and was like careful about who I followed. And I think in the beginning, it was really just like Katrina, girls in the sculpture, like women like weightlifters that I like um I mean and then like a, a few like random celebrities but then it always gets to a point where like I don't know about you guys but like I'll just randomly be following people and I'm like who is this like I'm not trying to be mean but I'm just like who do I know this person like obviously I follow some people I don't know like not celebrities but you know like Katrina type of I don't know what you would call it and I don't know but anyways um and then every once in a while I go through and just look again at like who I'm following and like who follows me and I don't know just to make sure it's not even about like because I think some people like just take it like really negative but um I've unfollowed people and it's not personal it's just when I'm scrolling I obviously want it to like I want to feel good I want don't want it to feel bad and I feel like I realized that certain like pages companies whatever um just didn't make me feel good and I was just like, so why do I, like, I don't know. I felt like I needed to, I don't know. It was just weird. And I think that we don't really think about it, like, until you kind of go through. And so I like to do that every once in a while. Um, okay, I'm going to go ahead and uh, throw it to Rachel. Okay. Um, so I totally agree 100% with Felicia. I actually, when I joined the Sculpt U, um, it took me a, a couple months to realize that I was not following good people. Um, and I was spending a lot of time on social medias. Um, and this was before like TikTok was a big thing and um, Instagram was the thing and Twitter was the thing and stuff like that. Um, so I took a good look at my my followers and who I followed. Um, and I actually, like, there was a couple people that I didn't even follow back, but I like blocked them from seeing me because there's no point, you know, like there's a, there's a lot of people that I followed before or that I knew before that they don't know me now. So why do they need to follow me? Um, and I also did the same thing for myself. I went through everybody that I was following and I was following like over a thousand people. And I was like, I don't know a thousand people. Why am I following a thousand people? Um, and I almost had like a little epiphany. I was like, what? Is okay. So two hours later, I'm just scrolling through all of my followers, all the people I'm following. And I'm just unfollow, 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 because I hate seeing their content. And I don't know why it took me so long to realize that I was just scrolling past this content for no reason. It was giving me no information. It was useful to me. It was sometimes lying in certain situations. And um, I really <laughs> dislike the term influencer, honestly. I know that there's a lot of people that claim to be influencers or whatever, um, but oh, man, I'm not trying to like 
hurt feelings or anything, but I just think that there's so many people that have the wrong intentions when they become an influencer and they share whatever, maybe they do believe in it. I don't know, but they just share whatever to either make money or to get extra followers or whatever the case may be for their purpose of that. But I realized that I do not enjoy taking that in. Um, and it was taking a toll on my mental health for sure, because I would see all these photoshopped women that are not realistic in any way. They look like Barbie dolls. They were just put in front of the beach or something. And uh, it was horrible for me because I was the 19, 20 year old young woman trying to find herself also like growing and my body was changing my whole life. Like everything about me was changing. And I was wondering why I wasn't turning into one of them. But then I realized that it's because they're fake. They're not real. Um, you know, and it took me a long time to realize. I feel like I say that, I keep saying that, but it really genuinely did take me a long time. And I think that for anybody listening or watching, I think that just understand like it's okay if you need to take that time to you know, it took me almost two hours to unfollow everyone. You know, if you need to take that time, do it. You will feel 100% better when you actually open your, whatever app you're on and you see something like the Sculpt You, um, the Sculpt You posts a lot and so does Katrina. And actually the other day she posted something about drinking coffee before um, you eat anything in the day. And that has changed my whole perspective on like everything because I didn't realize that coffee was not great for you before you eat. Um, and I was like that because I go to work so early in the morning, I drink coffee immediately when I wake up because I need that boost. Um, and most of the time I'm not hungry at 4.30 in the morning. Um, so that was really nice to see. And she gave a full explanation on it from her RD that is in the Sculpt U. And that's the stuff that I think is worth taking in and worth spending your time on social media. Um, but I kind of want to get down to like the comparison thing. Um, I think that so many young women, I talked to so many young women that I work with and everybody just always is like, why, why can't I look like this? Why don't I have this mentality? Why can't I have this boyfriend or this relationship or, you know, this looks perfect and my life isn't. And it's, it's so sad to me that nobody really knows that this stuff is just like highlights of people's life. It's never a full day in anybody's life. It's just, it's just, it's just fake. It's, it's like fake in a way, but it's, it's also real in some instances, but majority of the time it's not real. Those people are mostly unhappy with some aspect of their life and they're not doing anything to work on it. So, um, I feel like I should stop rambling. Um, I see Felicia's hand is up, so I'm going to let her. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Rachel. And I think it is sad because so I am a waitress and I work with a lot of younger women and um I just turned 35 and a lot of like I think like one of them is turning 21 soon so like they're pretty young um and I get it because obviously I've been there um 
it is very toxic. <laughs> like the comparison game is ridiculous. Um, and I think that it sucks because it's everywhere. It sucks because it's not just on social media. It's in TV. It's in literally everything. Like it's in your face all the time. You, I, like in order to get away from it, you have to consciously, you know, make that like that effort. And it is a big effort, I think, because just it's 2022 social media is all over the place there are lots of I hate that word influencers but there are and influencers are just that they're influential and you know when you're spending and I'm not I get it like I've been there and I am like I have I would like buy random stuff you know but like when some people are just spending like insane amounts of money and it's crazy to think about it because you're buying Alani because of like the athletes you're buying this brand mostly because of these affiliates which like that's fine but like don't spend money if you don't have money I feel like that is like and I even some of them will say that and I think like yeah that's definitely something you should say when you know you're making that profit off of that which that's fine I you know not hating on it but I think you it's like so important to like just have that reminder and it sounds silly but it's like it's easy to get caught up and it's like don't get caught up because we nobody I definitely hit uh stop recording so that's why there's this really really weird cut here but anyways continue my jp <laughs> no, you're fine. oh my gosh okay so i'll finish up but um basically don't compare yourself to other people i think that that is why i love following the sculpture so much because katrina is very real about it and it's sad because i myself and so many other like women that i know um spend money on like stupid stuff like cellulite cream and like stretch mark cream and it's like it literally doesn't work. <laughs> like, it's not, like, it's just not. And it's crazy to me that anyone can even, like, put that out there. And not only is it out there, of course, it's, like, and stupid expensive. Like, I remember I bought some, like, stretch mark cream, I think maybe when I was pregnant with Marley. And it's, like, looking back, I just wish that I could have told myself, like, look, girl, you're either going to get them or you're not. Like, <laughs> that's it. Like, I hate to say it. And I hate, but, like, to be real, like, I just wish somebody would have, like, told me that. So when I, like, run into these young women at work and, like, these young women are gorgeous. Like, it's ridiculous. And they're like, I, you know, I want to like do this or do this. And I was like, if you, I mean, if that like makes you feel better, but like, don't do it because like you think that you need to, or because you want to, you know, look like this or that. Cause you're so like pretty, like just you, just the way that you are. Like, and I like, I feel like I just sound so old when I'm at work, but, um, and then I'm just going to wrap up with, I've been setting timers for like social media, specifically Instagram, because that's where I spend most of my time. <laughs> Um, so I set a timer for that. And then once the timer goes off, I try to really just like not get back on it. Like you can obviously if you want to, but like I tried to just stay off of it. And then I've been putting my phone on do not disturb a lot, which I always thought was weird because I just recently got an iPhone. I just remember the first time I texted somebody and it was like, their notifications have been silenced. I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't know what to think. I really was like caught off guard. But I've been doing that a lot where I'll put my phone on airplane mode, which is great. But you can't use the internet, I don't think, on airplane mode. Uh, so that's why I try to do the do not disturb. But, um, all right, I'm going to go ahead and uh, let Amanda come back in because I know she had her hand raised. Yeah, well, sorry, Ashley actually is about to go. I had my hand raised on accident. That's why we had that cut kick up. <laughs> my bad, but go, Ashley, go. I'll go after. <laughs> that's funny. Technical difficulties. <laughs> um, yeah, so, okay, let me see. I can gather my thoughts here. Number one, I wanted to say we were talking about influencers a little bit and I don't remember who said it on Instagram. Um, 
or maybe it was TikTok. I honestly don't remember it, but I swear in the last couple days, I saw someone on my feed saying that the term influencer, like, isn't real because we can all be influential. And that's so true because literally all of you guys are influential to me every single day. I can't even imagine like the number, like when I see everyone posting, you know, just like sharing what they use on Instagram or something like I, even if I don't physically comment on your post, I want you all to know this and any of my friends outside of, you know, this group too. And just anyone that I see, honestly, if I follow you, I am hyping you up. Like I want everyone to know that. Because like Rachel said, I've gone through my feed and what I used as well was if I found myself, anytime I saw a specific person's post, if I found myself just scrolling right past it without engaging or giving it a second thought at all, after like a certain time, I would kind of unfollow them because I'm like, I'm obviously not even engaging with their content. I'm not enjoying it. Like, why do I follow them? And then also the same thing, like, Really, the only thing that I have a lot of people from like high school and stuff on is Facebook. So I've slowly been working on getting rid of people that I don't interact with anymore, um, just as I see their name pop up. But anyways, Instagram is the main one. And really, it's just, just, just know if I follow you, like I am hyping you up, even if it's behind the scenes, because I have, I feel like I've gotten really good at making my feed into something that I enjoy going through when I have the time. And similar to Felicia, like I really just try, and I think Amanda's been working on it too, actually not scrolling so much, just not scrolling mindlessly. And um, yeah, so anyways, and I'm also just wanted to mention, I love that Rachel mentioned setting boundaries with your social media too. Like not only unfollowing people yourself, but blocking people from seeing your things who really don't need to. I love that so much. Wonderful idea. <laughs> All right, Amanda. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. I love ah, There's so much to say. My mind is full of amazing things to respond to. Um, I guess I kind of want to backtrack and then I'll come to everything because you guys know that I have a perspective on this for sure when it comes to, okay, let me start early. So when I was in early high school, right, you know how a lot of people, their parents were like, go outside, you got to spend your day outside and then don't come in all this and that. My parents were gamers, so I would play games growing up. I watched a lot of YouTube growing up, and growing up, I always, like, mid-2000s, like, maybe I was 12, 2012, 2013, I always wanted to be an influencer. I wanted to be a YouTuber. I, you know, I still post videos on YouTube and all that. We had this podcast, but it was, like, not in the best light of, I basically didn't post anything when I was that young because I knew that I didn't want to share who I was then because I had so much more to become. Like there was so much more I wanted to learn. Cancel culture wasn't even a thing back then, but I watched so much YouTube and knew like this is around for a long time. <laughs> you know, I want to be proud of who I am first before I share this. And it took me a long time to figure this out. I was like 12 when I wanted to do that. I didn't start posting videos until I was like 18, 19 consistently. And I realized that the reason I waited so long was because I want to share things. I want to live a life that's worth sharing instead of sharing a life that I'm living to share. You know what I mean? I don't want to live a life to share, but I want to live a life that's so incredible. I want to be there for the experience behind it and be so excited to experience that I want to share it with people. You know, I don't want to do it because I have to share it or I have to have some kind of content for the next whatever it is. I want to do something because I want to do something. And if it's so exciting, I literally find myself in that moment genuinely wanting to create content because I'm like, 
oh my gosh, I, and the way I think about it now is like, I want to share this with other people so I can look back at this. It's literally like a video diary. So when I'm old, God forbid anything happened, I can remember a lot. Like I am able to see my life that I lived in this moment. I think it's just such a cool tool to use. But like all of you have mentioned, it's so important to realize where people are presenting a life that is it is just highlights. Like that isn't somebody showing their actual struggles, talking about like the cleaning behind the scenes of all the aesthetic kitchens and the, you know, the dirtiness of doing the dishes and running the water and, you know, the muck of swiffering the floor that you haven't swiffered in a week. Um, there's just so many little things that I think that's what I love sharing the most because it's genuinely living life. I, I think there's a big difference in creating content that you just want things to see, want people to come and see, and then creating content that you want yourself to see later down the line. You know what I mean? Like just something to be proud of and a mindset to be proud of. And when I was, oh my gosh, I don't know if I've shared this with anybody. Um, I think I might have shared this in a group, but when I was like, when I was in that age, I was struggling a lot with an eating disorder. And I don't know if any of us remember the, like if you guys were Tumblr people, there was hashtag Finspo and things of the sort, just terrible, terrible triggering tags. And I had an Instagram account dedicated to things with these tags that had, I don't remember how I got it. Bless you, Rachel. Rachel sneezed. If no one could hear it, but if you're watching, you can see it. Um, but I had an Instagram account that I had accumulated or I had gotten from somebody that had over 10,000 followers on it. And it was just dedicated to these horrible, like, horrible pictures on these tags. And one day I just really, when I finally started to choose recovery, um, I got rid of the account. I gave it away. And I was just like, whoever wants this, I don't want it. I need to get rid of it. And I gave it away to somebody. Thank gosh I did because that was able to kickstart something in me. And I just found a genuine passion for taking care of myself. And I think that the biggest thing is, I don't want to start like rambling, but when it comes to showing my self-love today, that was the past. And now moving forward to today, like everybody was saying, it's important to realize that you can alter yourself. You can get fillers, you can get implants, you do whatever you want to your body, as long as you know, and have always wanted in your heart that you want that. And that's going to be a part of you that you are like, that you want to embrace that you've always envisioned on yourself. And you see these women all the time who are so confident and happy after they have all these things done but then you also see the latter side of people who get it done who aren't happy who have that boyfriend by their side that significant other girlfriend anyone by their side that's kind of pressuring them because of their own wants and looks I think that there's a big difference in the results mentally when it comes to that so the physical outcome may be similar to both everyone's going to be beautiful but at the end of the day, it's about your mental health and where you're at before you have those things done. And I think it's just so important to acknowledge if you have had anything, um, if you have had anything done, so it doesn't set a standard so you can embrace it. And then so other women can be like, oh my gosh, it's normal. Cause it is every bit is normal. Be like Rachel said, being yourself and not having things done and feeling so incredible in yourself is totally normal. And is a point you should be at before you get anything done. Because once you have that feeling, that core feeling of loving your value and your personal, your real truth and your honest self, then you'll realize that, oh my gosh, I'd love myself even more if, or you'll realize like, oh, I still, I don't need this. I love myself as much as I want now. You know what I mean? It's just so clear when you genuinely dig into yourself and start to create your own sense of self-love, to be honest. And when you take in that media, I think it's so important to realize 
from my perspective, honestly, it's a little funny. I grew up in a tiny town. So when we talk about unfollowing people, I had to ask myself so seriously, whether it was my Facebook friends, whether it was like who I was following on Instagram, I had to ask myself, am I talking to these people? Am I interacting with their content or am I being nosy? (laughs) Am I personally being nosy in these people's lives that I don't even talk to, that I used to compare myself to in high school, middle school, college, whatever it is, do I need to know anything? Do I actually like their content? Do I actually entertain myself with what they post or am I just being nosy? And that helped me filter through like everyone here has said so far, filter through what I wanted to follow and see and what I didn't like. I just didn't talk to them. And my following, like Rachel said, I was following like over a thousand people and then it dropped so fast. So I see a couple of people have their hands raised. So Ashley, go for it. Um, I almost started talking before I unmuted. That would have been awkward. Um, anyway, so I, oh, I just wanted to say, so when you were talking about how you've really transformed into creating content that you want to look back on, rather than like content that you expect people would want to see like well I don't know if you really said that part but one I'm proud of you for shifting that mindset in your content creating um but also it reminds me like or it makes me think of I guess that's honestly how I've started taking pictures and like saving memories like I've really wanted to be I'm focusing on being present in the um moment when I'm with people or you know just in general in my daily life being more present but at the same time I will really try and like stop and take a picture of something that I want to be able to look back on like literally I'm pretty sure it was I don't know if it was during our little pre-podcast meeting or if it was while we were recording but Lola was over here behind the computer on the patio and I took a picture of her because she was just like sunlight was behind her and it was like a cute little moment like that's something that I want to look back on so I don't know basically I guess what I'm saying is that's also um I've kind of also done that in just what I share is like things that I want to look back on but it's also something that um that's just influenced even what I take pictures of or what I make an effort to um remember I don't know but yeah Rachel you have your hand raised as well Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I just kind of wanted to like mention like, um, intentions with using social media. And, um, I think that there is so many great outlets on social media. I think that it can be a wonderful place to meet people. Obviously I met all of these wonderful ladies through social media. Um, and I'm forever grateful for that because I love them so much. And, We're missing Taylor and Mallory today, but they're in our hearts right now, and we are thinking of them. Um, I also kind of wanted to, like, mention something that might be, like, not so much talked about, I think, but um, there was a point in my life where I had a relationship that was almost competitive in gym life and, like, social media life, and it kind of was based around like social media and how much we worked out and it just not healthy in any way possible. But I know that um, I have talked to a few women about it, obviously in the Sculpt U and um, they have shared their stories with me about just like being either friends or in a relationship with somebody that is just very competitive in a bad way. 
like I think competition it can be great at some points I mean I play in disc golf tournaments like you know it's it's great competitive atmosphere but everybody is rooting for each other they're not rooting for themselves all the time um and I think that that's a big thing with social media or it can be in your daily life relationships um somebody pushing you to consistently post or consistently work out or look a certain way because they have this vision in their mind that you have to look like this or you have to look like this person or um you know you have to have this aesthetic on your instagram or your you know twitter or whatever um so just just a little mindfulness tip and some intentional practices that I think everybody can benefit from, including myself. I mean, I still have issues with comparing myself to people on Instagram and Twitter and, you know, just everywhere, basically, even just working at my job. I'm like, oh my God, she is beautiful. Why don't I look like that? And then I'm like, why am I thinking like that? Like, I'm beautiful in my own way. And that is my power. Nobody else looks like me. Nobody else has my personality. Nobody else has my smile. Like, that's my power. I'm just, we're all unique in our own ways and we should all love ourselves. So um, I think I'm going to throw it to Felicia now and I think she's going to help close this out. Thank you, Rachel. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. It is, um, I think it's really important to sit with yourself. Um, like if you, I know this sounds silly, but like sometimes I'll be anxious and it's like okay I'm anxious but like what's making me anxious or wow I feel kind of sad today but like why do I feel sad like I think we underestimate just sitting with your body literally just sitting with your body I like to close my eyes because I feel like I don't know I can like concentrate better and then just like take a couple deep breaths like how do you feel especially like if I have free time because like my free time is like not obviously unlimited so <laughs> when I have free time I'm like hmm, what should I, you know what should I do um and just like the other night I was like, I should really take a shower. So I did take a shower. Like, or I should really, honestly, I just want to watch some TV. Like, I don't feel like reading a book. I don't feel like journaling. I don't feel like doing any of this. Like, I just want to hang out. Like, okay. And just like hang out. Like, I don't know. And it's, it's just crazy how like simple that is, but how often I never did that <laughs> for years. Like, I don't know. I just took such trash <laughs> care of my body when I was like younger. And it's like, ah, but, um, also, I just wanted to say, I think that it's like, so getting like fit or getting healthy or however you want to look at it, like feeling good in your body, whatever like your goal is. I feel like people also underestimate just sleeping, eating decent, um, getting some kind of movement, literally whatever you want to do three to four times a week. And like just, I don't know, stretching, like, just making sure, like, you know, you're doing things like that, and just, like, sitting with yourself, which I know, like, I always hear, like, a lot of people say, like, I just can't meditate, or I don't know, I've tried it, but I just can't, like, focus, and I get it, because, like, it definitely was, like, hard for me in the beginning. I feel like your mind is, like, very busy, but, like, just because you're having thoughts doesn't mean, like, you're not meditating right. Like, it's normal to be meditating and having thoughts. It's really just the practice of, and I remember my brother told me this actually was the first person that said it. And I was like, thank you for saying that because no one's ever said that to me. And all this time I'm like, I just can't do it. <laughs> and he was like, just try this. And I was like, oh, this is why I love you. Um, and so when I'm doing it and a thought comes, 
regardless of what it is, because I'm just trying to clear my mind, I just acknowledge it and then try to go back to like focusing on something like my breath or whatever. Like, and I think breath is like easiest for me personally, but, um, what else was I going to say? I just write down random notes and then have to look around for them. Um, and like, yeah, like Rachel was saying, I feel like it really is the fact that like, nobody is you, like all of us are so unique. Like, um, I think Amanda was saying today, she's like, it's just so funny. Like she like saw Brandon in like a Snapchat, which is just so funny. Um, cause it was so random, but, um, she's like, your kids look just like you guys, which obviously like, that's the point, but like, I don't know, like things like that are just like, so cute. Like I remember Katrina saying something like realizing that she looked like her grandma or, you know, and so, and we do, we do all look like, you know, our family members or you know, whatever, most of us. Um, and you guys just talking about being present. That was literally like my really like, I don't like to do like goals or like new year's resolutions or whatever, but really for me, that is it because my kids are growing up so fast. <laughs> Everyone's going to be in school all day next year. I, I don't know. It just kind of stresses me out, but, um, and like time is just going by so fast. And so I just want to like remember it. And so, um, that is my goal this year. Um, and then also Ashley was talking about pictures. Pictures are so important. I really just remember realizing like one day that's literally all you're going to have left of everybody. Like everyone's going to be gone and you're just going to have pictures. Like, so if you don't have pictures, I mean, obviously you have memories, but like, those are just so special to look back on. And I think for years, like, I just didn't want to be in pictures or like, if I did, I didn't want to be in a picture by myself or I didn't want to be in a picture of me in my swimsuit or anything <laughs> like that. And it's like, that just makes me so sad. Like, but that's what I was like thinking about. Like, it should be about like, oh, I want to take this picture so we can like remember it forever. Like, pictures are just so special. Um, so what does everybody's favorite form of self-care look like? Because I think that's so interesting because everybody definitely has different like techniques. And I like to journal. I like to meditate, obviously, and I feel like there really is so many, like, people, I don't know, like, it's nice to have a toolbox, I guess, is almost, like, a good way to put it, like, really, or coping mechanism, honestly, which, really, if you think about it, like, just for life in general, like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in my room and, like, shut the door and, like, take, like, five deep breaths, and I'll be right back, like, and it sounds so silly, something, again, that's, like, so simple, but it's, like, really works so well, so important. Um, so I guess I'll go ahead with my self-care. Um, I am horrible at routines. I just can't seem to keep up with them at all. Um, getting up for work so early in the morning is very taxing, um, and it's it's really hard to find the, the energy for a routine in the morning, at least. Um, but I at least get up. I brush my teeth every single morning. I make sure that I have at least five minutes to stretch my body in some way. Um, I make my coffee and my breakfast in the morning. It just really makes the day kind of just start well. Um, but I feel like on a day off, my ideal like self-care day that I would take from the entire day pretty much um, Washing my hair is one of them. That's a whole task in itself. Um, shaving my legs, literally just 
another whole task in itself. Um, <laughs> and just really trying to focus on my skincare. Um, I have really bad skin for the most part. Um, I did when I was a little bit younger and the last couple years, I've been really trying to focus on making sure I eat good enough so that my skin can somewhat get better. Um, I just have really bad hormonal acne most of the time. And so focusing on a nice skincare routine is absolutely key. Um, and then just like I think Felicia said, meditating, um, getting some yoga in or sunshine, it's probably my ideal self-care day. I'm very similar to you, Rachel, actually, in that like my self-care days are mostly on my days off. Like I really try, um, especially when I just work the longer shifts or extra days, um, I try to incorporate some self-care in my evenings um but most of the time I feel like my evenings go by so quickly um and so it's just hard like I feel like I need to get to bed to be ready for the next day and just because I get up so early but um yeah I, I agree like I love a good just full day of self-care um I think my number one thing is going to the gym when I feel like it like when my body is ready for it and just going really hard, like really enjoying a good session because I don't get them very often with how much I work. Um, and like, I think for me, it's also just the long drive. The commute makes it really hard because it's like I work a normal shift almost, but like my commute is just so long. It takes so much time. I don't know. Anyways, I'm just trying to not, I don't know. I don't want to make excuses, but at the same time, like anyways. <laughs> a good gym sesh is really a good self-care activity for me um other than that like well the past two weekends I've been going to Trader Joe's and just buying whatever my heart desires like two or three things um I bought some really pretty flowers that's always a good one I just love a pretty bouquet of flowers um and another one oddly enough is cleaning my kitchen like for me, my kitchen is the number one space where if it's like just beautifully clean, I feel amazing. It doesn't matter what else is going on. Like my kitchen is clean. I feel great, <laughs> but I don't know. So those are just a few activities that I really enjoy. Um, and I don't know if anyone has said it yet, but please do listeners comment um, on our post and let us know what your self-care activities are because we always love to hear from you guys and then I'll throw it to Amanda to hear what hers are yes don't be scared please drop all the comments below oh my gosh and if you're listening and you're driving please be safe don't comment anything right now but go to the Instagram or something and comment or the post there and let us know uh your self-care activities but similar to you ladies I if it's like a work day to gener like generally take care of myself I'll wake up and wash my face I'll um, listen to my body in the sense of physically listening to my body. Like some, I used to tell myself like, oh, my skin's oily. So I'll never use a moisturizer in the morning or my skin's this. So I'll never do this. But now I'm more so like, I'm just going to see what my skin needs. So for a couple of days, I recently got a new, uh, face wash. I was so excited about it. I talked to all these ladies. I told them, I was like, you guys, look, it came in the mail. And I found out recently, I was like, look, it's this big thing, a face wash. Turns out I was buying the refill and just using a ton of it, pouring this huge bottle into my hand, just getting a tiny bit of it. And it comes out in like a spray. 
I'm still using the big bottle. Uh, <laughs> but long story short, I washed my face with that. And I was like, it feels so good. The first couple of days, I didn't use anything afterwards. My face felt so good, looked great. And then the next couple of days, or the couple of days after that, it was really dry. So I was like, I'm gonna put moisturizer on today. And the couple of days after that, it didn't feel dry. So I didn't. So I started just genuinely listening to my body and how I wanted to take care of it for that self-care. So my routine really varies when it comes to stuff like that. But I will say, my main self-care days come when uh, ladies you'll understand or any people with periods you guys will understand i have my self-care day the first day of my period every time it starts there's something about as soon as those cramps hit like and you like as soon as you go to the bathroom and not going to go into any more detail but you find out that you're actually on your period cramps hit different like i don't know what it is y'all but it, it gets so much more painful after that moment after you realize it and uh, that day just turns for me not even joking it doesn't matter what I had planned for the day scratch it all I'm uber eats and something I'm asking my boyfriend for flowers and chocolates and I'm gonna play some gosh darn video games the rest of the day while binge watching tv in between uh <laughs> so I think those are most of my self-care days but it's really what you would see as a typical like self-care day just morning face routine and I had the entire day I'll be totally honest I if you're my work and you're watching no you're not okay you didn't hear this I'm kidding they probably support this but I recently did something that I've never done before I took a time like took an entire day out of work like I did the whole like taking the day off through my work schedule I waited several weeks for the day to come and I just had this random day off in the middle of the week to do whatever I wanted and I've never done that before. I was always like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to go by my work schedule and take the days that I have off off. But this time I took that initiative weeks before I was like, you know what, I'm going to get a little burnt out here soon. I could tell. So I'm just going to take this day off and do what I want. I didn't even leave the apartment. You got, I guess I left. I went on a jog around my apartment. It's spring. So everything's blooming and blossoming. I joined the sun and it was just incredible. And it was something that I think was a great action to take to genuinely take care of myself. So if we're talking about self-care days, this is your sign. Anyone watching and listening? Yeah, take the day off. Call out, maybe not call out. Okay, give them good, good notice. <laughs> Go the right way about it. But I was just, I think that's why I felt so good about it too, because I was secure on every sense of the reasoning behind my being out and taking every precaution necessary. So thank you to everyone listening. Again, let us know your self-care activities. And if anyone else has anything to say, please raise your hand now. But I will just say goodbye, you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Until next time. <laughs> Yay, thank you. Um, and yeah, definitely follow us on Instagram, guys. I love like to hear what people think. So um, I just want to get some feedback. So any feedback is always much appreciated, even if it's criticism. At Healing Our Homes Podcast. Or no, wait. Is yes. that it? Yeah. Okay. Our Homes Podcast, yes, is our Instagram handle. All right, guys. We'll see you next week.